Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 1 Thessalonians. Today is episode 368. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. Let's read our passage. Therefore, when we could no longer stand it, we thought it was better to be left alone in Athens. And we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith, so that no one will be shaken by these afflictions, for you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. In fact, when we were with you, we told you in advance that we were going to experience affliction, and as you know, it happened. For this reason, when I could no longer stand it, I also sent him to find out about your faith fearing that the tempter had tempted you, and that our labor might be for nothing. This is Paul's letter to the church in Thessalonica. This was sent during the second missionary journey, about A.D. 51. Paul had set out from Antioch in Syria with Silas, and then traveled through northern Galatia, actually came to some of the areas they visited on the first missionary journey, And that's where they picked up Timothy along the way from Lystra. But then ended up getting the Macedonian call. And so they crossed over from the continent of Asia to Europe and landed at Neapolis. Immediately went to Philippi, had some trouble there. Went from Philippi to Thessalonica. And it was Thessalonica, they they had trouble there too and had to leave because of persecution. Traveled down to Berea, then Athens, then Corinth. While in Athens, Paul sent Timothy to Thessalonica, then Timothy rejoined Paul in Corinth. Not so sure about Silas, because he also rejoined Paul in Corinth, but we don't know if he actually went to Thessalonica or if Paul sent him someplace else. So Paul's been uh, reviewing the problem. There's people criticizing him saying that he's just some itinerant preacher out to make some money, and he's uh, challenging the Thessalonian believers. No, you you were there. You know what happened. You know what we did. You know what went on. So don't listen to what other people are saying about what went on. You know what went on. And Paul's criticizing the, the accusers, these Jewish people who are in an uproar because Paul is reaching out to Gentiles. Last time we closed up with Paul talking about boasting at the return of Christ. And what is it that we will actually boast about at the return of Christ? It will be about lives who've been transformed, lives have been changed, people who've given their lives to Christ. And he commended the the Thessalonians that they were those people. So then, pick it up now in chapter 3, verse 1. He says, Therefore... When we could no longer stand it, we thought it was better to be left alone in Athens. I just the wording of this. It's uh, what's he talking about here? If you remember, if you read through the book of Acts, Paul was alone by himself in Athens. That's where he went to the Areopagus and had his speech that he made, speaking to the uh, Epicurean and Stoic philosophers. And he didn't seem to make much headway with anything in Athens. And he was by himself. That's what he's referring to here. Better to be left alone in Athens. So it was better for Paul to be left alone in Athens and send Timothy to Thessalonica. And apparently he sent Silas somewhere. And that's why Paul was by himself. 
So he says in verse 2, And we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith, so that no one will be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we were appointed to this. Okay, counting here, we sent Timothy up to you. Now, it almost sounds like he's introducing Timothy. They know Timothy. Timothy was with Paul and Silas in Thessalonica. Then, as he's saying here, he sent Timothy back to Thessalonica. So they know Timothy. So what's with this introduction stuff? I think this is to build up Timothy. This is it's just Timothy, my assistant, my trusted uh, entourage. It's uh, No, it's just Timothy, our brother, okay? God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ. He's almost elevating to equal status of Paul here. I think it's probably twofold. One is to basically give Timothy some credentials that when Timothy goes around, he's not just Paul's flunky. He is uh, almost on the same status as Paul when he goes and speaks to people. But also to lift up the Thessalonians. Paul talked earlier about, I tried to come to you, I couldn't come to you, I wanted to come to you, but I was not able to come to you. Satan prevented me from coming to you. They didn't want to come across as, so I sent my flunky Timothy. No, I sent Timothy. Timothy, who is my brother, Timothy, who is God's co-worker with me in the gospel. He's not just my apprentice, he is my partner in all of this. So... I think it's both to give some credentials, some weight to Timothy's ministry, but also the Thessalonians that they didn't just get Timothy because Paul's too busy. And he mentions three reasons that he sent Timothy. Why did Timothy go to Thessalonica? He says he sent them to strengthen, to encourage, and so that no one would be shaken. So these are the three purposes that Paul mentions that he had for sending Timothy up to Thessalonica. Okay, strengthen. We, we understand that. Strengthen their faith. They're, they're under attack. They're under this persecution, which is the whole reason that they're worried about them. So he wants to strengthen their faith so they can withstand the persecution. He says to encourage. What's the difference between strengthen and encourage? Well, you know, these things are a lot of overlap, but encourage means to come alongside. In fact, the, the Greek word that gets translated as encourage here is parakaleo, and that's where we get the term paraclete. That's often referred, used to refer to the Holy Spirit, the one who comes alongside. So he sent Timothy to come alongside them to strengthen them, and that's concerning their faith. He's worried about their faith. It's hard to remain faithful when you're being persecuted. And verse 3, so that no one will be shaken by these afflictions. And that's the concern, is there are afflictions. What are the afflictions? It's persecution. Remember when Paul left Thessalonica, they had dragged some of the believers before this assembly of the city. And Jason was mentioned. He had to put up a bond in order to be released and not be in prison, promising that they weren't going to cause any more trouble. And that's when the believers ushered Paul out of town. So there are afflictions, and the concern is it could mess with their faith. And he says, For you yourselves know that 
we are appointed to this. Now, who's we? I think it's Paul by that means us, Paul, Timothy, and Silas, but also includes the Thessalonians in here. Because that's what really matters is the afflictions that they are going through. Basically, we are appointed, that is, believers are appointed to be persecuted. That comes with the deal. Come to Christ. You should experience persecution. Why? Because it's a message that's contrary to the thinking of the world, contrary to the pattern of the world. The cross is offensive, and people react in bad ways against the good news of the gospel. In verse 4, he says, In fact, when we were with you, we told you in advance that we were going to experience affliction. And as you know, it happened. He's not saying, nah, 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 told you so. What he's referring to is, okay, this, this isn't pleasant, but it's not a surprise. We told you when we were with you, there will be affliction. And as you see, it turned out there is affliction. We do what happened. And then verse 5, for this reason, when I could no longer stand it, I also sent him to find out about your faith, fearing that the tempter had tempted you, and our labor might be for nothing. So again, for this reason, when I could no longer stand it, he said that in verse 1, we could no longer stand it. So I could no longer stand it, so I stayed by myself in Athens and sent my co-workers out. Now here he says, for this reason, I could no longer stand it, so I sent Timothy up to you, because we heard about the affliction, we heard about the persecution, we feared for your faith. And what was he? He brings it, it's a spiritual issue here. He says it was Satan who prevented him from being himself being able to go to Thessalonica. And his concern was it would be satanic attacks, demonic attacks, spiritual attacks that would mess with the, the mission in Thessalonica. That people would turn away from the faith, that people would not come to faith, that the persecution would hamper the evangelistic efforts in Thessalonica. And so we're saying our labor might be for nothing. Well, we, we tried to start a church, but the, the tempter brought all this persecution, and our concern was this could kill the effort of the church. That's why I sent Timothy up there. So Paul's concern is for, for them, as people, because he cares about them, but also for the mission of Christ, because the mission of Christ takes people to, to make that happen. And if people can be scared from following Christ, intimidated from following Christ faithfully, then spiritual attacks have worked. And what is the solution to spiritual attack? What is the defense against spiritual warfare? To remain faithful, to follow Christ, despite the temptation to not follow Christ. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through First Thessalonians.